Welcome into the Pigskin Preview presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Nick Roush and Adam Luckett ready to get you ready for week five of the college football season. If you notice the standings, Mr. Luckett, catching you. I, I, it was a rough week two, but back to six and six, 500, right where we want to be. Just right around 500, a little bit above it. Uh, the goal in sports gambling is to be bowl eligible, and that's what we're shooting for here on the Pigskin Preview. Oh, this is. We're off to a great start here on the Picky Skins preview in week five. <laughs> yeah, you would like to. You want Have your to mic like turn, turn on. <laughs> you want to go to the Outback Bowl. You don't want to end up in famous Idaho Potato Bowl. But right? they dump French fries on you though. Like it? Like I mean, it's <laughs> great. Or the Camellia Bowl. Oh, don't want to be there. We, we want to go to Orlando. We don't want to go to Shreveport. Ooh, yeah, it's a tough one. So that's that's what we're looking for here. So yeah, seven and five, not feeling great. Hitting a big cold streak here the last two weeks. I'm hoping to end that this weekend. But well, I'm not gonna lie to you, Nick. I'd hate the car this week. Like finding picks this week was not fun. Um, so we'll we'll see how it goes. Sometimes those are your better weeks, but I'm not a yeah. big fan. But I think I found a few that we can get to the window. I'm I'm kind of with you, but um, here's the thing: you can't have the opening weekend of mobile sports gambling in Kentucky and not get in on the action. Um, That's right. Which, in in fact, I don't have them. Before we get to the card, love the Friday night slate. with Yes, uh, Friday night's beautiful. Yeah, under in the Utah game, I'm all over it. Um, Not sure. I I think I'm just going to make Jamari Thrash player props for Louisville. Um, But you know what? We'll get to that in just a second. But we need to tell you about FanDuel Sportsbook official partners with preview this fall we're so happy to be on team FanDuel and right now sports betting it's live it's better than ever FanDuel has the best app on the planet to make your wagers this fall if you haven't signed up sign up right now head on over to FanDuel.com slash pigskin plug in that promo code pigskin when you sign up new customers can place a $5 bet and receive $200 in bonus bets they'll give you eight $25 bets for you to sprinkle across the weekend on college football, NFL, or even Major League Baseball as this playoff race heats up. Maybe you're betting on the Euros uh, to keep on cleaning up in the Ryder Cup. They've got all the action you need at FanDuel. And this week, they've got a bonus bet for the Kentucky football game. You can bet up to $50 and get and win $50 if more than one point is scored in that Florida-Kentucky football game. Can't afford to miss this opportunity. This bonus bet, it's incredible. Build your bankroll with FanDuel, the best sports book on the planet. Disclaimer, must be 21 and present in Kentucky. First online, real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets, which expire seven days after receipt. Some restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Look it. Let's get to gambling before we get to the picks. I want let's just let's talk about the slate. We mentioned it. I, I I think Utah unders are going to be a principal play even once Cam Rising returns. It might take a while. I don't trust DJU to be able to light him up. I know he's been better since the move out to the West Coast, but that Utah defense is for real. Apparently, there's going to be rain in the forecast too, so that didn't. It is not an official play, uh, but I, I do like that. I tried to stay away from the the totals on the official picks, but I do like some totals here. I think Louisville 
I think that might uh, something tells me they're going to make a bunch of mistakes. So I'm worried about that that over principal play down at NC State for their first real test uh, going on the road at Raleigh. Oregon State, Nick, nine and one ATS is a home favorite since 2021. They're really good at home. Um, Utah, like Utah's, they're pulling wins out of their, you know what, right now mm-hmm. until Rising gets back. But I, like I'm looking at their offense and like obviously it's going to get better with Rising gets back. But how much better? And you look at that conference, all those teams can go and score points. It's true. So eventually they're gonna take some L's here. Um, Oregon State would have been in my card if it was on a Saturday. Um, oh, but I try to I try to stay away from. Friday night games, but I Oregon State something I'll probably have some skin in the game with tonight. Yeah. Uh, um, I, Louisville, hope, I hope people listened to us yesterday though, because the Western Kentucky game was never in doubt. Easy, easy money. Easy and money we got a couple of Ryder plus odds and Ryder Cup cash this morning. Two of them. So I was just too late. I forget. There's so much happening. It was I, that was a bet I forgot to make, and that's that's what's so nice. We're like we're here. <laughs> And then, like, you get to build your bankroll, right? Like, with Vandal, yeah. I got the you got the Lions, Packers, well, Kentucky, Florida. You'll get to build your bankroll right there. Oh, uh, Nick. Also, you'll get to build it. Cincinnati Titans, they're offering another one, 25 bucks um, as the max wager on there for one plus passing yards. So, there's another one for your NFL Sunday to build that bankroll. Well, Tannehill might not get us there, but I think Joe Burrow will get us there. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a big old suck it to Tyler Thompson. <laughs> Man, shots uh, fired across the bow at the Titans' inept offense. And well, the, well, the point I was getting to, Bill, I can't even say the Bengals are terrible on offense right now. Uh, <laughs> what I was getting to on this, you can build your your bankroll. Spencer Rattler this week, Nick, 268 and a half is this passing yards props on FanDuel. He's passed for at least 270 every game this year. Yeah, that he Tennessee defense. For, he threw for like five bills and six touchdowns against his Tennessee defense last year. That's one I'm probably going to have, and I'll be in the column this week. So if you're looking for something, if you're looking for non-game stuff, like if you just wanted something Saturday night, you get home for the Kentucky game, you want something fun to cheer, you just cheer for Spencer Rattler to light up Tennessee's defense. And there's all <laughs> other kinds of stuff like that you can look into. And so that is that's the good good stuff about FanDuel as they offer. All the well, like, you know, be careful the game right, responsibly, right. but there's all all kinds of stuff you can look into and take advantage of. And that's that's the beauty of it too is you don't have to like the against the spread card to to be able to have right. some action on the games. Um, but we do have some picks against the spread. Before we get to them, one more game, I couldn't touch this Duke Notre Dame game with a ten foot pole. Like you, there's nothing because you would think that Notre Dame would be able to get up off the mat. Um, and respond in what it's I mean it's Duke how difficult of a road I mean they're going to be rowdy it's the first ever game day there but I you you would think they could get up off the map but that is a challenge right is and and on top of that all the Mike Elko to Michigan State stuff like that's coming out you know just days before all this he's a former defensive coordinator there and I hate there's nothing I hate more in this world than a five-and-a-half-point spread. Like, I just can't – I will never bet a five-and-a-half-point spread. Something about it, I just – I can't. It's just disgusts me because they're just daring you to take the favor to win by six. So, I, I'm staying far away from that. I don't know if you have any feeling one way or another uh, because that, that feels like an under game, but I, it's a low total. So, I don't, I don't, I don't know how to feel right. about this one. Right. Duke is 8-1 and one, ATS at home under Mike Elko. But Notre Dame has been a kind of a cover machine against ACC competition. Um, I believe they've won 16 or 17, 18 straight, something like that. They're, they are just hammering teams. 
to me, I look at the, I got a prop here um, for, for the good people at home. Oh, Duke's strength is pass defense. Notre Dame on the road, off a loss, defensive head coach, play defense, run the football, and let's get out here with W. <laughs> Audric Estime had over, had averaged five yards a rush against a good Ohio State defense last year. Every other game, he's been over 100 yards. They're giving him touches. He's the feature back. I like him to go over 92 and a half rushing yards over at FanDuel at minus 114. I think that's the best value in this game. Um, I, th- I don't. I think both defenses could kind of control this game, but I do think Notre Dame's going to hammer the rock behind a really good offensive line. So give me estimate over the rushing yards there. I think Notre Dame's going to win. It's whether they cover or not. I think it's a question here in this matchup. Love that. We're if you want to scratch that itch, we've got the props. We're getting into That's the right. weeds. We aren't just going through twenty games and picking teams and logos. No, we're getting into the weeds to help you win some cash on FanDuel in the opening weekend of mobile sports gambling. Now we're going to get to our picks because I I do like some of the high-profile matchups. Uh, the Arguably the biggest game in the SEC this week, LSU travels to Ole Miss, and LSU's been a weird team this year. Uh, oh, nope. We're not. We're, we're going Pac-12 after dark first. My bad. Uh, yeah, get but, your order right, Nick. Come on. Yeah, it, well, you know what other game I'm going to be picking. Uh, Pac-12 after dark. Uh, the Huskies are just putting up so many points. And as much as people want to talk about how great of a league the Pac-12 is, the Arizona schools are are lagging behind quite a bit. I, I'm I'm just riding with Michael Penix to keep up. I mean, the 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 stats, the numbers they're putting up there are absolutely incredible. Uh, so give me the Huskies minus 19 and a half. I, they, three touchdowns, no problem for Michael Penix and Kalen DeBoer. For me, we're shifting over to the Big 12. Uh, one of the few top 25 or top 25 games this week. I'm going to lay the points here, Nick. Texas minus 16 and a half against Kansas. Just I, Kansas's defense is bad. Texas is going to score, score, and score some more. Um, but quietly, Texas defense has been pretty good uh, this year, and I think that's going to cause some problems for Kansas and Jalen Daniels. Uh, I think you see Texas slowly pull away in this game and win something like 45 to 20, 45 to 17. Uh, I don't think this one's ever in doubt, 330 on ABC. I think Texas kind of takes control early and gets it in cruise control. I like what I saw from Texas last week against Baylor on the road, bad Baylor team, but they just totally hammered them. Even against Wyoming, it was sketchy for a little bit, but then they pull away late. Like it's a team that can go on a 21-0 blitz out of nowhere. It did it against Alabama on the road. And so I think that's what we'll kind of see here, and then that sets up next week, obviously, Red River with Oklahoma. But I'm going to lay the points with Texas here. Um, I think they might be a wagon, so we're, we're going to jump on the horns right now, minus 16 and a half. Horns down. Suck it, Texas. But, yeah, I – at least you aren't getting the can like we had all the basketball stories written this week about the Blue Bloods right. being undefeated, but like the, people aren't buying the Kansas hype as much. But it's still just enough to get the Longhorns' attention. You know, I I don't think they're going to come in and sleepwalk through this one. So yeah, athlete. Well, the fact that Kansas is undefeated in rank, I think, helps Texas here. Yeah, um, athletically, just on the perimeter and at the line of scrimmage, there's just a huge advantage. Yeah. for the horns in this game. So, I um, mean, you only – like 17-point win is not a ton. Yeah, I think they could even – that game could be a three-point game in the fourth quarter and they could still end up covering 
right, they go right. on one of those blitzes. So I'm going to lay the points here with Texas. The one worry I would have is a backdoor cover with Daniels in that Kansas offense. If they get up early, let their foot off the gas, and Kansas mm-hmm. gets a couple cheap scores late. Well, back to the SEC. And I, I'm, I'm trying I'm trying to – it's weird how it feels like I'm just tailing certain teams, but it feels like um, – there are certain moments to ride LSU and there are certain moments to fade them. And this is one of those where I'm going to ride with the Tigers because part of it, uh, Arkansas did not get valued highly enough last week. And, I, you know, I, it, it's a rivalry game, right? Well, I don't think LSU is going to be, uh, put their alarms in just because Ole Miss lost last week. I think they're going to be ready, fired up for this game. And Lane Kiffin, I was saying this going into the season, I just I don't think this is a very good Ole Miss team. I mean, they have some talented athletes, but Jackson Dart's not a great quarterback. And we saw those flaws showing last week. Uh, I know that Alabama defense is much better than LSU's right now, but I yes. just can't. There, there's There's nothing inside of me that can pick Jackson Dart to beat Jaden Daniels right now. They just just can't. So only a field goal. I know it's on the road, but I, I think Brian Kelly is going to have the Tigers ready to roll. Where it's it's going to come down to this isn't going to be like those uh, late two thousands sort of games where it's uh, slobberknockers, but it, it feels like we're right back to LSU or Alabama and the SEC West. And I think LSU takes care of business and, and gets the win on the road uh, at Vaught Hemingway Stadium. What do you think on the total in that game? 66, I think, is what, it at, what it's at right now. I mean, that are you thinking like, like total? Are you thinking like total shootout? Or are you thinking like 31 28? It feels like it could get into a shootout, but that, that, that also is a right about the right number, you know? Um, right. But really, the, I think that's Ole Miss's only chance of winning this game is to get into a shootout. Um, like, yeah. ju- like, uh, Judkins just like has a bunch of explosive plays and then they kind of go from there. But hey, he has not been w- what I thought he would be in year two. Yeah, he's been disappointing uh, for sure. I think they're having some OL issues there. LSU's defense, though, if you look at their advanced metrics, are awful. I mean, they've been really bad. But one thing I like here, like the first quarter, first half under, both these teams have started slow in games. Uh, LSU last week, Ole Miss last week, Ole Miss against Tulane. Like, I could see a, a slow start and then a shootout breaking out in the second half. Um, I believe the first quarter total is 14. So, if you – I mean, if you can get one to two stops in the first quarter, I think you're feeling good about mm-hmm. an under there. So, that well, for that – on this game, that side is kind of where I lean. Um, I think you could see a first quarter, first half under, and then a fireworks show in the second half. Pew, pew, pew. What fireworks you got for us with your second selection, Mr. Luckett? Well, these next two, I, I'm not afraid to go totals here. And so we're going to sweat, sw- you know, cold streak, it's time to sweat out some unders. Do what you I do love, there. You know, there's nothing more. People always say that life's too short to bet the over. I I disagree. Yeah. I disagree. I love an under. I I hate cheering for points sometimes. Um, I'm I'm with you, Lucky. Let's let's it, ride some unders. It's the most opposite thing you could do because you're sitting there watching a game just cheering for punts. I want it's it to be ugly. That, you don't want like turnovers. You, don't want anything. <laughs> you just want run, run the ball, run the clock, punt it. Run the ball, run the clock, punt it, and let's get out of here as fast as possible. I'm go. I'm a sucker for Georgia SEC unders. 
going to the Plains here. Georgia at Auburn, 330, CBS, under 45 and a half here, Nick. Auburn's offense is really bad. Um, specifically, the passing game has been atrocious with Peyton Thorne, the Michigan State transfer. Georgia's defense, if you look at them, it seems like they've taken a step back for the last two seasons, but, heck, they were number one defense last two seasons. Yeah. So that's kind of – of course, they were going to take a step back at you, some you point. You can't go any better, right? Like yeah. it's- <laughs> and then and then I'm still not a true believer uh, in Mike Bobo's offense. It seems like Georgia, they're starting these games slow, and then they get in a groove at some mm-hmm. point in the second quarter and just kind of pull away from teams. But Auburn's got a good defense, and I think they're going to have a good plan here. Jordan Hare is a tough place to play. This Georgia team's got the feel, Nick, of like the 2018, the 29, more so the 2019 Georgia team, where they're really good on defense. The offense is kind of a, eh, yeah. we don't know what we're going to get. Mm-hmm. Let's get a lead and let's sit on it and let's win these games 27 to 10. Um, I like the under here. I, I could see de- definitely like a 31 to 10 as an under. And that's something yeah. I could definitely see happening. Um, it's hard for me to envision Auburn scoring too many points in this yeah. game after they only mustered 10 against an AM defense that's got some holes. So give me the under on the playing. 17 playings. against Cal, too. I think yeah. you're going to see it. both teams run the football a lot. So give me under 45 and a half in this game. Georgia unders have hit in three out of four games. They're also 0 and 4 against the spread this season, which. And we were on the South Carolina Georgia under here. Which leads me to this. Take a head, take a peek at that look ahead line for next week on FanDuel. Yes. Georgia minus twenty three and a half. ESP, ESPN's SP Plus has that as a fourteen point spread. That so one's gonna drop. Yeah, you can get some great value. I've already hit it once. I think I'm gonna take the hammer out on the cats. Just like I'm gonna take it out and hammer down on the cats this weekend. Look it. I I hate how much I'm loving Kentucky in this game. Yeah. Um, it's one of those things when I, it's, I'm not afraid to bet the cats anymore. It was a long standing issue I had for a long time, but I was like, I know them better than anybody. I should be, why, why would I not bet Kentucky games? I'm still a little hesitant to give out them as a pick, but at the same time, I'm at the point where Kentucky, like Florida can't beat Kentucky. Just Kentucky can beat themselves. I mean, that right. that's uh, the Kentucky defense is the best defense that Florida's seen all year. They've got a quarterback who can't really extend down the field, so they're they're going to force him to play everything underneath and wait for him to make a mistake. Also, have you seen Kentucky's front seven? I think Etienne's going to pop a run or two, but this defense, they are going to make some stops. You just have to avoid a catastrophic mistake if you're the Kentucky offense. They've had some bad ones, but they've been able to overcome them because they're so explosive. And I, I just think that Kentucky's explosive play rate is going to be way too high for Florida to be able uh, to overcome. Love that Donovan is a Vols fan. He feels like Kentucky's going to beat him by at least 10. The Vols made Florida look way better than what they really are. And I'm kind of with you. shared opponent this week. <laughs> I'm kind of with you because the Vols, I mean, Florida, did they even score in the second half of that game? They haven't scored a touch, second half touchdown two games in a row. Yeah, I and, mean, and the Utah, I think they they scored one against Utah. I think they were blanked in the first half. So like they're going long stretches here of not scoring points. And the other part with Florida too is they aren't getting. They're they're having a tough time scoring in the red zone. Kentucky's red zone defense is really good. So, you know, even if this does become a, a slobber knocker and an under, um, I. 
I think Kentucky's got the advantage because of their ability to create explosive plays, not just through the air, but also by running the football. I expect you're going to see a lot of no gains, maybe some tackles for a loss. Uh, but Ray Davis is going to he's going to have a couple of those. That's that's kind of where this offense is right now. I know this is their toughest challenge to date, but Stoops is good at getting his boys ready for for a big time atmosphere, big time game against the Gators, a physical matchup. There might be some some shenanigans early on with uh, a little extra nerves and a juiced up Kroger field. Uh, but ultimately I think Kentucky's going to pull away with the win here uh, in the cover with minus one and a half points. I wonder how much this week is just helmet logo swaying people. Yeah. Cause when I look at these teams, I just, Kentucky's just better and they should win this game at home. Bottom line. Um, this line is, I think it's three to four points short. Like it's a short line. Um, at, at one and a half, it should be up around five. And the public six. money is driven it down too, you know? Yeah. Um, so, and I, yeah, I mean, Kentucky's very much unproven. They're, they've played a soft, soft schedule. So I get it from that aspect. But, you know, I guess you have to ask, really the question here is how good is, do you think Tennessee is? Because uh, Florida did handle them, but they had some offensive lulls in that game. I look at Kentucky in this matchup, Nick. I just think, like, Florida, the big selling point this week is Florida's running game. But if you look at Florida's running game closely, it's kind of boom or bust. Either they hit big plays or they take negative gains. Kentucky doesn't allow big plays. They'll get a rare negative play. So when they get those, then Graham Mertz is in obvious passing situations. So when you get Graham Mertz in second and 12, that's like kind of the game to me. What happens when Kentucky gets Graham Mertz in second and 12? Because that's going to happen. More than a handful of times on Saturday, in my opinion, second and 10, second, 12, third and seven or long. What happens in the game? Yeah, that's where I think Kentucky's going to have the advantage here. And then offensively, like I think they're going to have some struggles, but they're going to hit big plays on this Florida defense. They play aggressive, they take chances. Uh, Devin Leary's going to make some throws. They're going to pop a run or two. And that, I think that's going to be enough to win the game. But we have to we have to see it play out. You know, a big turnover or two goes wrong the other way, or a, something catastrophic on special teams, then then it's different. But everything I look at, it Kentucky should win this game, and I'm I'm kind of right there with you. I think you're taking advantage of a little bit of an overreaction to Florida, and I just wonder how much of it is based on helmet logo. Uh, like if this was Arkansas, if Florida's team had Arkansas jerseys on and they played the right. same schedule, mm-hmm. I don't think the line would be down to one and a half. Yeah, yeah, I think for Kentucky fans, if this was Auburn coming in with the same player, same coach, instead of Florida, I I would feel like there's just even more confidence because they would see what they're seeing. I just think it's the the Florida. Everybody knows about the Florida Kentucky. Like nationally, people know about that. How yeah. Florida's won all these in a row, and you're thinking you're getting points against a team that's on the one team, and you they've beaten a good team already. But I think there's value here with Kentucky. This is a game Kentucky should win. It, it's a swing game for both teams, but Kentucky really needs to win this game. They can't – there would be a bad loss if they lost it. So, I think Kentucky goes in and wins. Uh, again, you f- uh, if you fear Ricky Pearsall, it's going to be a long season for Kentucky's defense. <laughs> they did pretty well last he is season. A, he is a good player. Mm-hmm. But if that's if that's a guy you think is going to go beat you for with 12 receptions yeah. and 132 yards, it's going to be a long season. Yeah, and a lot of it is he had one awesome catch last week. and. You know, a he's a good player. He's a, he's a slot receiver. Mm-hmm. He's a very good player. He's a slot receiver. They're going to pepper him the ball. Um, I, is, is he, he's like Wondell Light. 
He, I don't think yeah. he's as good as Wandale, but he, he's he's kind of like that's how they're going to use him. But that, one guy like that should not beat you. I know Florida fans are excited to have Eugene Wilson back as to if you want more 11 personnel we had a loaded episode yesterday some of our best work if i do say so myself but it wouldn't be the pigskin preview our first with our friends at FanDuel sportsbook if we didn't end with our favorite bet we've ever made in the history of bets look it just get the hammer out because this is the most sicko play in the history of sicko plays and i love it i love it i want some more of it Lay it on us, Mr. Luckett. Yeah, uh, some of you might need to close your eyes or cover your ears. Going to the Big Ten. NBC primetime, Nick. 730 oh, kickoff. You get the top broadcast team. Michigan State at Iowa, Kinnick Stadium. Wave to the hospital. Under 36 and a half. It's a total here. <laughs> We're hammering this under. L- listen, both these offenses have been bad. The Spartans have scored just 16 total points, Nick, the last two weeks Gosh. against Washington and – Maryland, we, Iowa went 76 yards on 10 possessions last week against oh Penn State. God. They're 127th in yards per play. Again, they've just been bad on offense. You look at the Iowa State game, Nick, I think they won that 20-17, to 17 and they had a defensive score, so they scored 13 points. They probably should have lost that game. Twenty. This feels like a 20-7. to seven. You know, Iowa gets a cheap defensive score or sets up a cheap touchdown by their defense. Um, they handle Michigan State's offense. Michigan State's a mess right now with the coaching search. So give me this under in Iowa City. Let's let's have a punt off. Um, twenty to se- twenty to seven. Twenty three to seven gets us home. Seventeen fourteen gets us home. Whatever it takes, just keep it under the thirty six and a half. We're gonna jump on this under. Well, we're glad you all joined us for the pigskin preview. A programming alert. This is our last week on Friday. We love giving you all picks. We want to give you all more time. So we'll be live next Thursday at noon. Remember to sign up with FanDuel.com slash pigskin for your promo code. That's right there at the bottom of your screen. See it? $5 to $250 in bonus bets? Wow. What a steal. Uh, FanDuel.com slash pigskin. The pigskin preview will be back next Thursday at lunchtime live on the KSR YouTube channel. Until then, Good luck this weekend wagering Kentucky on the FanDuel app. Go Cats and go Kroger.